Blog Talk Radio. On Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical, and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey, and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance authentic spiritual guidance right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies and spirits and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life and together we will learn, grow and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everybody and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This is Tracy Liebman and I am joined by, with, (laughs) Aleka Thorvalson. Hi Aleka. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Minus my computer. Nafuis, I'm good. Now I got the sad, I got the unresponsive, sad face on my computer. Yeah. So Aleka is in charge of the computer tonight. For all people who would like to interact with us there, either from uh, Blog Talk Radio, Mind Body Spirit You, at the chat room, and you can also phone us and talk directly to us a little bit later in the show. We'll be taking callers if there are people that would like to share stories or ask questions, and that phone number is 646-595-2385. Okay, so tonight's topic... Oh, well, I want to go back a minute, sorry. (laughs) This... First Monday of the month, Alec and I come together every month and do this. And we exchange ideas, uh, discuss, and when we're live, like we are tonight, uh, we are would be thrilled for you guys to call in and talk to us. So, And tonight's topic is connecting with your spirit guides. And I know that I'm excited about it. And uh, Aleka and, and her spirit guides are excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, I guess we'll start off 
just in case somebody's listening in and is like, hmm, I thought this sounded interesting, but I really have, like, no idea, or they consider themselves just at the beginning of their journey in regards to connecting with their spirit guides or even learning about spirit guides, so I thought it might be a great place to start would be, what the heck are we talking about? Right. And I'll take a breath and let you go first. <laughs> right, so answering the question, what are spirit guides, right? Um, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I mean, obviously, well, I think that because we, well, I was going to say do we not know, but I think we know. Um, I'm just going to say it from my perspective of how I've um, come to terms and understood um, spirit guides. And for me, I look at, you know, this earth incarnation that we're on um, as a life school, right? So obviously we're needing, there's a purpose to our experience here and our lives and what we're doing, and we obviously need some help on that. I think that um, essentially, you know, the way that um, the layers of carnation sort of work, right? So it's you know, from source, and it's divided down and down and down. Much to me, like, I think the metaphor that works is, is a, um, like a river or, a, you know, a lake. And then from that are, are streams and tributaries that go smaller and smaller and smaller. And I see us sort of at the end working our way back to the main source. And spirit guides, for me, are, they're not where we are. They've had life. You know, they had lives here on Earth, and they've they've enlightened or ascended to the point where they no longer need to be in this particular school, but they're in another school, and in that particular experience, they are um, their job is helping us navigate through this one, um, and so we each have our own learning that's happening. Um, but they're really here. They, they've probably been here to help plan what we're, our soul contracts out, and they're going to be here to help us work that through to our best of our ability and, and help as as they can. Um, there's much to say about this, of course. Tracy, do you have what do you what do you think? What do you think about the spirit guides? Um, well, it's interesting that I like what you said and it's also opening up this this idea that it's something I want to touch on is I totally agree with you in the sense of they are more again the levels right right <laughs> my spirit guide is uh a very well a couple a couple of spirit guides that I I want to say share, right? Because they would be anyone. So they're not mine, quote unquote. Okay? <laughs> Let me be clear about that. I don't own them. They are here to help anyone else that wanted to get in touch with them. But one of mine is very straightforward and kind of like a professor, right? So he sometimes will giggle at me and about these like levels are human language, right? We have a hard time sometimes talking about these topics, which is why we do this series, is to either shine new light or a different light on the same topic. And so anyway, yes, I like the idea of them being more ascended, meaning um, they're out of ego, right? Um, and they're what we would call, as humans, I would say, more pure in spirit, and so then the idea of uh, 
angels, right? So I want to talk a little bit about what are the differences. Can angels be spirit guides? Can my I'm I'm asking this question, but I also heard you know part of your answer already. But can my um, my mother is is in spirit, right? She's passed away. So can she be a spirit guide? You know those those times when I was helped when I was a dangerous, rebellious teenager and didn't get hurt. Um, were those spirit guides? Were those guardians? So I'd like to ask you a little bit more about that and and have a conversation a little bit about the differences. Sure. No, those are great questions. And that's a good kind of like spirit guide 101, right? How mm-hmm. does that work? And from this is my understanding of it, at least what I've been told, and that is that angels are unique in the sense that they haven't had lifetimes here. That's not their experience. So they are not... Of our, of our earthly realm at all. Spirit guides have, and if you think about it um, from, and, and we usually have one or two spirit guides that we have through our whole lives, and then we have the opportunity to have many more depending on what we're doing in life. So they'll come and go as needed as well. But we usually, we always have one for sure. And then um, sometimes too that, that we've had, you know, through our whole life. That's like our master guide, so to speak. Um, And I like the idea, too, of thinking, the way that it works for me is thinking of of guides as enlightened. And and the way that, the visually, I'm such a visual person, the way that that works is earth is very dense. Energetically, everything is very dense. Egos go get denser and denser and denser to, to actually solidify, right? So, Something that is enlightened, meaning it's less ego, right? It's lighter. Um, that that pro, that that being, I would say, probably is vibrating or at a frequency or resonating an energy that is much lighter, and therefore wouldn't necessarily be as solid in in our earthly realm, so to speak. That doesn't necessarily mean it's not as real, right? It's still real, just because we can't see it. In our own, the way that we perceive our own reality doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There's energy all around us that's subtle, that is absolutely present, and we can detect it, but we may not be able to see it. doesn't make it any less real. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from my perspective, angels haven't had um, earthly incarnations, so they're, they're great, um, absolutely, and can give guidance, but their, their guidance is not going to be necessarily easy to understand all the time. And I think that's kind of why we almost have this go-between, between, you know, we have these very truth, con- we have these concepts that are so, that are so right and they're so true, but they're also difficult to understand in our own mind because they're like paradoxes. Right, so I think that between this all-knowing truth and then what we experience here is is the is the is what guides do. They help us kind of bridge that gap between those two spaces. Yeah. 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 Thank you. In the sense of making it very clear that I agree with you, and I'm glad. Meaning about the angel aspect, right? It's just our human brain has made, you know, if our child passed, right, there there are angels, 
You know what I mean. It's I, like we use these words all interchangeably, mm-hmm. and it's absolutely perfectly perfect. <laughs> right. And But for the sake of a uh, uh, learning session, I think it's it's interesting to discuss those different realms, so to speak. And so then the idea of guardian angel, right, Um I think a lot of times people do think of that as being their grandmother or their uncle or their child. Do you know what I mean? I do, and I don't think that's absolutely incorrect. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if we can use again, it's a, it's a you know a term is a term, right? But right, I, right. you asked the other part of that question, which I actually forgot to answer, and that was, can our loved ones that have passed on can they guide us or help us? And they absolutely can. I mean, and sometimes maybe that's part of the contract, you know, that their contract was to be able to be with us for a while so we would, and they would cross and we would be able to get information that was really relevant to our lives in some way. So they can, but they're typically not our master guide. We don't usually know people and then they pass and then they become our guides, right? Our guide we've known since, well, since before we actually were here, <laughs> right? Right. Um, but they can absolutely give us information and come through and, right. and um, give really important information for us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am yeah. I, would you think so? I mean, is that your your teaching from your studies or experience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my mother is willing to help me, you know, to guide me, but that is not necessarily the um, go-to voice, so to speak. I'm not saying I even, you know, sometimes I ask specifically for a certain guide to help me. My one guide that I mentioned that I know Aleka is familiar with is what I would quote, I'm quoting, unquoting, right, in our human language, as like my healing guide. Mm. And he helps me a lot in that realm, right? Right. And, And he also is a teacher, so uh, I've been looking at course coursework yet again, right? I'm interested in sound healing. I'm interested in crystal healing. Okay, looking online, where could I take a course, right? And I always get, you could do this, just learn it from, yes, books, right? But also from guides, from my guides. They are here to teach me. <laughs> And I was like, I said in my mind and to them, I said, I know, but it's like it's about discipline. Mm, it's, and you know what? I agree, and I would even say it's more about, well, it's other things too. It's, it's first asking, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's so yep. important. And then trusting and, and acting on what you get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's cur- courage and, and trust. Right, right. But, you know, it's like uh, if, I, if I order an online course to study crystals, Mm-hmm. and they send you the modules, et cetera. And we've designed these kinds of courses, mine for the chakra system and yours for the food and feelings. Right. People, right? And and people, including myself, we enjoy learning that way. Sure. And it's just been very interesting because I continue, I have yet to push, I always say push the button because you buy these things online, you push the button, right? I have yet to push the button on any of these fascinating courses that I've found. They're like, ooh, that looks cool, ooh, that looks cool. Because I'm wondering, if I have the discipline, I can sit down and do it. I can, you know what I mean? I can make my own program. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, unschool <laughs> unschool energy, like I, I said a year ago. It. I yeah. think that's, um, and that, 
that's partly why, at least for me, I mean, I definitely started with, um, I always tell this to my clients, I'm nowhere near, I'm so not this smart, you know, when, and Tracy, you've heard me say things and I'm, I don't, I'm like, wow, that was, didn't come from me, <laughs> you know, and night is a, is a classic time for me where I'll start getting what I call downloads of information and data. And, and for me, it happens very visually, although I do get sort of this um, claircognizant, you know, kind of thing going on where I just have kind of a knowing about certain things that isn't of my knowing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's like literally a voice that I hear. So nighttime is a prime time to get that, that information. But I, I do hear what, you, what you're saying, you know, so much of the data that we're looking for outside, if we can get still, is already um, we have access to. Exactly. Yep, yeah. yep. So I feel um, good with that, but I wanted to make sure that you felt like you had answered those first batch of <laughs> thoughts I threw but, out but there. But our spirit guides, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, you feel good? Mm-hmm. So the other idea or many ideas that I had about this was I know because, you know, Aleka is a friend, colleague, etc. I know, and we know each other's stories about our spirit guides, but I thought it would be fun to to share what we felt comfortable sharing about. It is. It feels like a pretty personal relationship to me. And at the same time, like I said uh, a little bit ago, it's not that they're just mine. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what I think. Do you? What do you? Do you agree with me on that? That um, guides guide many, or no? I don't know. I don't. Think and from what I've been told, again, this is my you know interpretation of it, is that master guides tend to be with the one. Mm. Um, other guides come can come and go, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of depends. They you know because they it, it takes up a lot of energy and time, you know to at least mine's always busy it seems. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of funny, but you, you know that I I've been told that they pretty much have one project you know, at a time, master guides. Um, and I don't know what else they might do. You know, I imagine that it's not all they do in their life. But I think they're pretty busy with that. I, and I know that other guides that sort of come and go, especially the healing guides that I work with, they're utilized by many. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I've never experienced my guide going, unless I've sent them there for some reason or they've said I've checked in or I've done this thing for you. They've not talked about any other other clients they have, so to speak. You know, other mm-hmm. that they're helping with. <laughs> they, they were they they they. they oh, I'm sorry. Woo, you're making me laugh a little bit. I'm I'm envisioning um, sending them a PayPal. Right. <laughs> it's sort of like that. Why wouldn't it be? You know. I mean, it's just at least that's the way I feel about it. It's very, you know, it's kind of like therapist um, client relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we. Um, I know sometimes I wish I could send a PayPal because I feel like I should be so grateful, you know? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, they know that, I said, They know you're Yeah, going. yeah, I know they do. I know, I know, I know, and then I feel like I should give more, but that's my human self, right. you know? It's the way we've been trained. And that might be, you know, bring you to a space of understanding that guides really don't have um, judgment that regard positive or negative you know we Mm -hmm. humans we'll often that's one of the questions i get when i'm helping people connect to their guides or um, learn more about their own um, inner wisdom 
and guidance system that they'll say, well, oh, did, you know, can I ask them too many questions or can I, I didn't thank them the last time or can I offend them or, oh, I feel so guilty and they're probably, they told me to do this and I didn't. And that's all of our ego. They, they don't have ego. They see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So they don't have that. I mean, they can understand and have compassion for our human egos, but there's really no need to um, have it when, when mm-hmm. we're around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I was saying that we have different stories right. because, yeah, and um, I guess I'll just, I guess I'll go ahead and start because yeah. I think it'll be interesting for people to be able to see if they're thinking, well, I don't have never connected to mine and maybe I don't really have one or she says everybody does, you know. <laughs> and that's how I felt uh, years ago. And, uh, I mean, I've always been fascinated by all of this, all of energy in the spiritual realm, so to speak. At the same time, I didn't really become consciously, in a way, sort of working towards a connection with my spirit guide until about six years ago. And maybe I started reading books or something online or this, that, and those things. And then what my very first contact with my, and this is going to bring up other subjects that we'll probably have to talk about on the sideline here, but my original spirit guide was that I was on I was on the massage table. And so I guess I had gone, you know, into that other realm, um, so to speak, without even being aware that I had. And all of a sudden it was just, it, it was, she, her face was just like in my mind's eye. <laughs> I want to say her face was in my face. And and oh, now I'm remembering how she told me later about that I had met her earlier. I just didn't know who she was. I didn't know who she slash they were, right? So that's probably true for many, and if not all of us. They continue to do things in our lives for us. Maybe, um, you know, something that did, was some sort of intervention, you know, that helped you not get hurt or helped you change something drastic in your life or something like that. But, okay. So the very first time I saw her was, and I I came home and I drew her in my journal because I didn't want to forget what she looked like. And then I started talking to a friend about it, and she's like, oh, that must be your spirit guide. And I I had a hard time really accepting, like, that I guess in a way, now I'm kind of hearing, it's like that worthiness issue, like, really? I have one of those, you know? So, So I probably sort of put it up on a shelf, and then... Right around the same time is when I met Laura Morante, who does the end of the month channeling series here on Mind Body Spirit You. And uh, she, my very first channel, which I hadn't looked at except for it came up between her and I, how long had we known each other? So I went back to look at my very first channel to see the date. And I just glanced through it, and it was telling me about how to access my spirit guide. <laughs> so. So through spirit guides, <laughs> I was being taught how to access my spirit guides. And at the same time, I was just like, yeah, yada, yada, right? I didn't really hmm, put my intention, attention, um, I used that word discipline a little bit earlier, <laughs> meaning the practice of meditating, connecting, etc., just until the last couple of years. And then it got more 
even more of a priority. I sort of had this message probably, yeah, okay, yeah, from my spirit guide, (laughs) 2011. It's like, okay, stop messing around, make it happen kind of thing. And I just, I really did um, set my human mind to forming that connection and um, and establishing and what's or nurturing that connection and relationship with that very first, which was the the my lady spirit guide that I'm speaking of, and you helped me, and I don't know, I almost feel like I don't know if this is the same way you would explain it to our listeners tonight. But because it's been however long, a year and a half or something, since you suggested this to me, so it'll be interesting. I will I will share with everybody that well, I was talking to Aleka about this, and I asked Aleka, well, what should I do? Because I just felt like I needed direction. And, whew, I'm feeling my feet do their vibrating thing. <laughs> I just had to share that. Okay, sorry. So you suggested, Aleka suggested, that in my next meditation or when I felt ready to do it, to just ground to the earth and then um, I I can't now, so you can correct me if I'm forgetting something, but this is how I remember it. So I grounded and then I just started to, I knew of this, spirit guide, meaning I had that picture from in my journal, etc. So I started to think about her, so I brought her into my um, mind, my real attention, and then you suggested that I could just start to sense around me, like, can you sense the air change somewhere, or sense um, a feeling of somebody being behind you, right? Um, above, on the side, wherever. Well, I almost feel like I'm going to cry telling the story. <laughs> yeah. Feels really good to re to relive it in a way. Yeah. So I was sitting Indian style on the ground, or well, on in my bedroom <laughs> on the floor, and I could just sense her right in front of me, sitting like we were like knee to knee, right in front of me, and then. I remember that it sensed like uh, this ooh, this feeling of um, almost like a, a whirlwind or vortex of energy just sort of like going around and around. It started in our hands, like it was coming through me, like in a circular motion through her, through me. And um, I know it sounds kind of wild, way out there. Anyway, and then it got sort of larger and larger feeling. And, and that was my first experience. We didn't really... Oh yeah, I did ask her about her name that day, and right. and I got part of it, and um, I then I then I think what I did next probably I don't know the next day or something, because I have always messed around, um, not always but in the last few years, um, using my pendulum as a what's that called like a divining tool, yes. Divination, yeah, yep, yep. And so I was trying to make sure that I was getting the name right, so I had one part right but not the other part right. Anyway, and I I figured it out working that way with her, the pendulum, and myself. (laughs) And anyway, so, and then the next, uh, next thing that happened was meeting the healing guide. And that was more when I stepped into my journey of wanting to, 
learn more about healing. I had, you know, taken my level one Reiki and started studying energy medicine and da-da-da-da-da. And I won't go into that whole, I can't, he was just kind of there, bam. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it, wasn't, yes. it, wasn't as, it wasn't as cosmic as, um, and I think that maybe that would be true for others in the sense of if if you connect with one, then it's sort of like the door opens, and if there are others, they're going to appear. I would agree. I think that every, whenever we, I think, you know, that people ask me all the time, because this is definitely something that I do, it's, it's help people, you know, connect in that way. And I'll often say, well, have you asked? You know, because as soon as what you said is as soon as you open the door, then in then you sense, start sensing it all, you know. But first we have to just put out the intention to ask. And the thing about guides is that they're they're truly loving beings. So what that means is they'll they'll never increase our fear. So it's very subtle. Like people will say, well, I want my guest, my guide to, you know, I just want to see them. And I said, okay, honestly, if you were meditating quietly on your floor and a full body apparition appeared in front of you, what might you do? Would you really want to see that? Now, there are some people that do, and they do see it, and it's fine. But for others, I go, well, actually, maybe not. I don't, maybe I don't, you know, and so I'll say, well, that, they know that, you know, so they'll, I mean, I've had amazing experiences, and I can share a couple with my guys that have, that have, you know, really, but they've, but have really helped me in that moment, but they've always been like whispers, you know, or or soft, you know, so they're never scary or startling, because Mm -hmm. that's the whole point, you know, is to to, to never increase fear, because um, love and fear cannot coexist. Right? So um, shall I share my story? Yeah, okay. because it's so different. Yeah, mine is very different. Um, I grew up, the difference, I think the main difference is I grew up knowing um, my spirit guide. And I thought everyone kind of had that and knew um, or, you know, and had a um, relationship with it or theirs. Um, my sister and I both actually had very active participation with our guides and um, the way that it worked for me. I was very, very young. Um, and this is my one of my first memories, although I could probably feel her presence longer than that. Um, but I was, I've, I, I had a pretty tumultuous um, childhood. And one in particular, I was very scared. I was, you know, hiding in my room and I was kind of in the corner. And I felt, I'm, I can't remember how old I was. I must have been like four maybe three or four and I felt these arms around me as you as if you would a hug and I remember just knowing oh it's you that was the recognition that I had you know this feeling of oh it's you you know so it wasn't scary or startling at all it was as if I knew this this energy and um she she would always whisper in my ear she'd always come behind me and she'd she'd put her arm around me or say it's okay I'm here. It's okay. And I remember feeling not alone in those moments. Um, I had a lot of experiences. Um, I grew up very um, intuitive, and I was able to see things. And it it startled me and scared me. And I actually lived in a home that was um, that definitely was was haunted for many years. And my spirit guide really helped me to feel safe 
in these moments and kind of work through this stuff when I didn't know who to ask or how to decipher this information, she would just help me and I would talk to her. And, I mean, I just grew up, like, doesn't everybody have this sort of spirit person that they can see? And I, she'd leave me things, and um, it, it was just this lovely relationship. It, it kind of, we, Our relationship you know, ebbed and flowed as I kind of went into my life and through my teenage years. But she always was this person. And when I, whenever I had a really tough day or a um, really, really difficult experience, I would go there and I would find her and she would give me this wisdom to move forward or through it or how. And so it was really, um, it, it was really lovely. And I had other guides that came through now and then and um, depending on what I was doing in my life, and one right now that I work with, um, in addition to my master guide, that he's he I call him the gatekeeper. Um, that's well, that's not his real name, but that's kind of what I call him um, because what he does is really protect the space because I'm I'm so sensitive to energy, so he can help. You know, he knows no one comes in that um, if I'm doing mediumship work or if I'm doing energy work nothing is going to come through that's not of the highest divine order. And that's pretty much his job. I also work with a kind of a troop of healing guides that um, that I can do distance work with and um, also he- I do, do healing work with um, clients. And So, you know, a lot of the times when I'm talking to people and I'm accessing their guides for them, I'll be in a room and, I mean, people, I'm, I mean, I'm a pretty straightforward person, but a lot of times... People don't know this part of my practice. They don't know that I do this sort of energetic or um, more esoteric way of um, healing, and they'll say things like, gosh, how did you know that? Or I don't even mention that I'm speaking to guides. I just say what the guides need to me to say, and it's it's always right. So um, that's that's my experience and, and the way that, that I met her. Mm-hmm. I... I <laughs> You know me and my questions. I ha- I have something that I've never asked you because it just never came up. But you mentioned that uh, your your guide from childhood would leave you things. Do you have? Oh, a, sounds like a fun story. Oh, well, this was a pretty yeah, like little flowers. That's her thing. Um, but one day I remember this was really distinctive, um, and it's 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 going to be one of those stories that it's it's like wow, right? Kind of sends me chills even thinking about it. So I'm washing dishes at my sink. Some of my clients, if they ever hear this, will remember the story. But I'm washing dishes um, at my sink, and I'm having a really tough day. I mean, I've I've had like this is probably oh gosh, I don't know how many years ago now. Um, maybe seven or eight years ago. But I have all this financial stuff going on, and, I mean, it's just like things are not working out. I'm feeling probably at one of the lowest points of my life. I've had some health stuff happening, and I've had some difficulties within my family. You know, one of those days. Or actually, it's probably like one of those six months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it was just probably the culmination of all that energy. And I just, I was at a point where I was so angry and fed up that I wanted to say, screw it. Mm-hmm. I'm done with this. Have we ever been there? Yes, right? I want off this train. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this work anymore. I'm tired of all this inner work. I'm tired of dealing with all this stuff. It hurts. I don't like it. I'm over it. And I was truly at a point where I felt like giving up. Um, probably only one of the three or four times in my life that I've gotten that low, you know. And it's funny because I remember I was distinctly washing dishes in that moment. 
Um, and I was just like, I'm done. That's it. I just, I want off this ride. And in that moment, as I'm washing dishes, I, my eyes, you know how your eyes kind of stare out forward, and I see this thing. It's right in front of my face, probably about four or five inches away, and it starts, I see it at the kind of the top of my eyesight, so in the middle of space, because I have a really high ceiling. It didn't fall from anywhere, because I'm in the middle of my kitchen, which is very big. There's nothing above me. And there's this little flower. It's probably the size of a quarter. And it, you know how they flutter? Mm-hmm. So it's fluttering, just fluttering, fluttering, fluttering down. And I'm like, where is this? Where did this flower come from? I mean, it didn't come from anywhere because there's no windows open. I'm washing dishes. You know, my kids are um, asleep. No one was even with me. And um, this flower just falls, falls, falls slowly, almost like a feather drops. Mm-hmm. And it landed right in between, you know, that little, that little um, raised space in between the two sinks. You know, mm-hmm. landed right there, and I, I, I literally dropped to my knees in in a moment of um, it brought me to my knees, and that's how powerful it was for me in that moment. Like, you are not alone. You know, you can't go back, young lady. But said it with such love that I was able to feel like I'm not alone. That that was the feeling I got. It's going to be okay. You're not alone. We're here make it through, keep breathing. Um, And I had a deep, deep moment of grace where I was able to fall to my knees, have a really good cry, release a whole bunch of energy, and know that what was happening was absolutely right. I still have the flower. Um, It's on my altar. And I don't have any idea what flower it is. To this day, I don't have any idea what, where that came from or what that was. Hmm. So that was one wow. of my favorite stories because it happened relatively soon. I mean, recently, I should say. Right, right. Yeah, and it, that it's also um, physical. Oh, I'll that tell you another you one. You still have the flower. Yeah, I that's, do. And I'll tell you another thing. one. Today I was um, cleaning off my bookshelf. And I was, you know, because every time we do this, this has just happened today. I was cleaning off my bookshelf, and you know how you're dusting, and oh, a book fell off. Mm-hmm. Right, so it fell off, and I looked down, and the chapter it opened up to was Spirit Guides. <laughs> right? I mean, it was just some random book that opened up, boom, chapter it said Spirit Guides. So I get messages like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of, since we're right here, did did was there any particular message that um, you felt important, like, because your guides did the MP3 thing that she told me before we got on the call, and then dropped the book, right? Right. All these cosmic winks that, yeah, we're supposed to be talking about spirit guides, but did you get any information? Because I wouldn't want to miss out on that, so I need to just open that up. Well, clearly, if anyone has any questions, I'd be happy to answer them, you know, as usual. But um, I think, yeah, the message I got today was be really honest and open about this. You know, Mm -hmm. don't beat around the bush. Don't try to... You know, you mince words, and because I know that this whole concept can be a little bit out there for people, right. you know, mm-hmm. and they were like, no, you know, you just be clear on um, what your experience is and be be really open and honest about it. So I, that was the message I got with it that's for me. That was my learning, you know. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool, and it's interesting in the sense of, um, mm, 
I'm thinking about for me personally how how come I've been so like just ready to talk about this, and it's kind of interesting for me knowing me <laughs> um, how with some of the more out there things I I can have fear about quote unquote coming out of the spiritual closet, you know. Um, no, I guess, and that's just making me recognize that, you know what, maybe I don't really have that anymore, that much. <laughs> um, yeah, because I've, I don't know, or it, or it was my spirit guides, like, enveloping me in a, so to speak, right, with that loving energy that helped take away any of the fear, and I just wasn't 100%, like, tapped into, which is something that, you and I have talked about before, is like for me some of it is still learning what the messages are and determining, like sometimes I think I get intuitive messages and I just act on them. And so maybe, oh, I know I'm zigzagging here, sorry. (laughs) So I'm going to take a breath for a minute, people. Yeah, I know. I'm worried everybody else isn't following me, though. Um, Okay. The concept being, all right, for you, you've known since you were three years old, right, about all of this. You've been aware of these things. You've told me that story, and we won't tell the exact story, but about basically feeling as though you were spared your sister and you from that car accident situation. Oh, right, yeah. Right? Story. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I have been spared. I went through a car accident, but I didn't die. I only broke my nose. <laughs> and had some stitches, you know what I mean? Um, and it was severe, meaning the car was totaled. It was not a, a fender bender. Um, all these things that probably I just wasn't aware of it is what I'm saying. So even then bringing it into today, um, me feeling good about doing this this call tonight, this show, um is very possibly that just that knowingness of it's, quote-unquote, the right thing for me to do, the next right thing for me to do right now, and not having any fear around it is like their way of instilling information without me even realizing it. Yeah, it's like you've come full circle from the beginning as you were talking, you know, discovering that, and then now. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I would say I have very little fear about it as much as I have um, <laughs> probably my ego self. There are many times when I've had this conversation with my guides where I've said, oh, gosh, please don't make me say that. Please don't make me say that. <laughs> right, right. say, sweetie, you need to say that. And sometimes they're not saying, sweetie. You know, sometimes they'll literally say, Aleka, shut up, stop talking. You know, you know, because I've, I've said that to you. Like, oh, mm-hmm. they're telling me to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, it's about um, my ego self. It's like how I don't want to say that because I might hurt them. But every time I've trusted and said exactly what I'm told to say, it's been right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been ab- it's blown my mind how right it's been. So I, I think that's the hardest part for me sometimes is still doing that. Now, I've been doing this for years, but... Um, and it's much, much easier, as you know. You know, I've shared my, my stories with you on that. Um, and it's it's easier to, to do that. But I think that um, that's still difficult sometimes. It's still difficult to trust. It's a practice for me to, to really just pay attention. That, that, uh, hearing it is one thing. Saying it is something else. 
Correct. Yeah, that's very, very true. And we, it seems like the right time for me to mention this about my healing guide who gives me a, a lot of information. Because of his straightforwardness and because of my, um, hmm, the negative way of putting it would be <laughs> codependent. <laughs> I'm not exactly codependent, but you know, my caring for everyone so much exactly and empathy. Yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily want to just say, Hey, you know what? You need to get out of this situation. You need to do this. You need I'm like, wait a minute. I can't be saying that. I mean and so that's still in my learning curve, but I'm getting better and better and better at just trusting. And then also um, as you know, but everybody else doesn't, is like he really wants me to use his language. And so the yeah. idea of me figuring out how to, because I could interpret and then say it more in my language, but then it's not the exact message, then it sort of gets diluted, so to speak. Yeah, and, and sometimes the words that they use are in purpose that we don't know why we're supposed to use those particular phrases or words. So then um, back to the trust. Mm-hmm. Back to yeah. trust. And, I mean, this is the truth. Healing will never increase fear. It, it just won't. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much the guys, of course, that I'm connected with, they just don't increase fear. But there's things sometimes that, truths that, you know, I'm called to say or things that, and it's not my guides sometimes that are tough ones to deal with. It's theirs. You know, mm-hmm. I know yours. And he's he's a tough cookie, that one. Um, you know, for me, <laughs> when I'm reading him. So, mm-hmm. it, um, you know, it's, it's learning how to um, trust that information, as you said, I think. Right, right, and I've probably for I've probably been a good example of that, in the sense of having like, oh my, do I really want to say that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then finding out, oh yeah, she's okay with it. Um, right. Honestly, so, you can handle it. I mean, you. I've never had the experience that I've gotten information unless uh, my ego has gotten involved. If my ego right. has gotten involved, that's when it's gone awry, mm-hmm. or in some way been inaccurate, or. Someone's like, I don't, I don't. That doesn't resonate with me. But if I say exactly what they tell me to say, it's, it's right. Well, because it just feels right right now for me to say, remind everybody that we are willing to take calls, and um, if we could test this out right here and now, if you want to <laughs> give us a call and ask us a question or help you in some way, connect with your spirit guide. And that number is 646-595-2385. And there's, I can see a couple of people in the chat room. Um, so if you guys in the chat room would like to ask a question in there, just feel free to type it in and we'll go from there with that. So I shared how how when I asked you, well, what do you think I should do to connect with my guide? And I shared my story of how I went about doing that. Um, I want to ask you, though, if you have some other pointers or information to help people connect if they haven't yet connected. Yeah. Um, 
Absolutely. I would say that, number one, you have to ask. I mean, that's always what you got to do, right? I mean, we've got to remember to ask. Um, and typically, that is enough. And then pay attention to the subtle the subtle nuances that you get. Remember that they're not going to, to show up in your bedroom necessarily, you know, and say, hey, what's up? Now, it could happen that way, but only if you're ready for it. So they're never going to increase fear. So usually it will be very subtle messages. Um, and my experience has been that guides don't necessarily give answers as much as they give direction. You know, there are a lot of times the yes or no stuff, I don't get answers to that all the time. And sometimes I do. I mean, and so I don't want to say that as a, you know, um, uh, all or nothing thing. But a lot of times I'll just get like, hey, you may want to check this out. Or, hey, you may want to um, look in this direction. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Tracy, I'm going to go check this phone call we have. One, do you want to talk about any other things oh, sure. you think would be good? I didn't. Yep, yeah, I can't see that. So, sure, absolutely. All right. Okay, so um, I'm just going to sort of go back through that. The idea of asking and how important that is, that just means sit down, take a few deep breaths, ground. Grounding is so important in all of this work, A, because we want to keep our feet on the ground, so to speak, right? We have to live in our physical realm that we live in. And that also Mother Earth Gaia, whatever you want to call it, has so much energy and information for us in and of itself, in and of herself. So tapping into that and then, you know, again, with a couple of deep breaths and just open up and ask. And like I said, Aleka had given me the instructions, and I'll just remind everybody if you just tuned in, that just to sense if you feel anything different in your space, um, if you sense um, a lightness, a heaviness, um, and then just tap into it. Ask questions and maybe write because I find writing really helps me get my messages from that realm <laughs> into the physical. Aleka, are you back with me? Okay, she's still chatting on the... Are you I'm back? back? I'm back. Okay. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I can't see the computer's all messed up on me. Isn't that terrible? Well, did you give some more suggestions? Cause of course I, I did. I sort of went back through what I, I kind of summed up without my story part, you know, about how yeah. I connected that first time. Yeah, I mean, it really, and interestingly enough, the caller, that was her question. So it was um, wanting to know, like, how to connect with spirit guides. And um, so getting quiet. You said massage. You know, you were in a massage room, you know, and that is important to actually get still. We're all gifted with this sense called intuition, and I don't see it as a gift. Like when people say, oh, you know, it's it's not a, um, I don't think it's a gift, just because hearing is, if that's a gift, then it's a gift, right? It's just a sense. And intuition, to me, is the sense that we have to connect to this higher or more divine realm. So to me, learning how to get in touch with that intuitive part of you, and the thing is, is we all have it, right? We just don't, as children, we're not really programmed or conditioned to listen to that part of our experience. You know, a lot of times you don't, um, you, you are asked, what do you think about that? Or what should you do? Rather than, hey, what do you feel like? Where do you feel it in your body? How do you get this information, Right. 
Um, and so I think developing this intuitive sense, which is just basically undoing any blocks that you have, which is where some of you know our work obviously comes in to that higher self, is super important. But it's available, and that's what I want to, the message I want to get out there for sure is that it's absolutely available to everybody. Mhm mhm i'm being I'm being reminded um to let everybody know that we because you use the word intuitive right intuition, which is just a part of of all of this it's right it's kind of the umbrella um is that Lindsay, our colleague over at mind body spirit you wrote up that e um, course, which is totally free, everybody. So it is on Mind Body Spirit U, the letter U dot com, and go under free e courses. So it says e courses, and if you just scroll down, you'll find it, and it'll be delivered to your email box. So I just wanted to let that's not specific on spirit guides, but it is on um, tapping into your intuition, which then helps you tap into. Um, this relationship, this Yeah, because, you know, if you think about it, like all of our senses are all about gathering data, right? Sight, sound, I mean, taste. It's basically just a way to gather information. I see intuition as that, a way to gather information, but we're gathering information not just from our physical environment, but from our non-physical environment. You know, so it's sort of like that bridge, in my opinion, between how to get to that place where you can you can get these messages and, and understand this information in a um, more real-world way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Great to to give that shout-out to Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. And just it's something that's there that is available, and I'm sure she was guided in some way to write it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth, right? Um, it's really amazing when we're able to sort of um, tap into that space and, you know, just really trust that information, how it can change um, our lives in ways that we don't necessarily expect it. And so, you know, these intuitive hits or this 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 information that you get will likely not make logical sense. That's the other thing I should share. You know, that mm-hmm. it, it, because it's not of the logical mind, right? It's not of this egoic um, operating system that we're sort of programmed into. It's more of the divine or um, realm of unlimited possibilities. So the information that we get is likely the stuff that's going to make us go, well, that doesn't make much sense, but there's some part of our body that's really going to resonate with it, some part of our psyche that's going to go, yes, but it's right. You know, I was just talking to a client today, and she was very unclear about where her life purpose was going, you know, and I could tell in her body language and the words she was using, she was relatively down and frustrated, and so we did some work, and she she got kind of into this more intuitive place, and all of a sudden, she started getting ideas, and it was so interesting, because in the beginning of of the session, she didn't know. She had no ideas. She's like, I don't know. And so I would ask her, well, what have you thought of? Nothing. I don't have ideas. And everything I, I try, I, you know, I could tell she had ideas, but she kept shooting herself down. That's not going to make enough money. That's not going to work. That kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, by the end of it, she was 
Like, I'm going to do, oh, this is a great, and it just started flowing, you right, know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful to see. Witness. Yeah, absolutely. I've gotten into one of my quiet spots, which I know you're familiar with, mm, Aleka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you listening? I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that um, you need to say? I'm listening. Um, I went in. It seems like I had a question about. Oh, this is my question. So, this well, this is my question. <laughs> so, you well, let's just use this last client that you mentioned as an example. Um, could you? Could you sense like her or spirit kinds? Did they were they giving you information? Oh, they or, were, but they were asking me questions to ask her. Mhm. Mm-hmm. They were they were telling me, or I'm sorry, they were telling me questions to ask her to get her to start getting her own information. Uh-huh. Like the questions I was asking started opening up something, and I could then I could see it starting to flow, and then she was doing it herself. Right. Right. Which is my whole point, you know, is to. I don't need to be the go-between for very long. You know, mm-hmm. I want people to start doing this on their own because mm-hmm. they can. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And um, that idea of, okay, the master guide, right? If if we have one guide that's been with us forever, I would think they're kind of bored if we're not connecting. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You know, I think that, you know how... I don't think so. I mean, I, my my sense is that um, bored is sort of a human invention. I know. So well, you heard me laughing. Thing. I was just joking. Yeah, yeah. It, but that would be funny <laughs> if they're up there like playing Monopoly. Do, or do, do. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I think that they would have to do their own work on that. If there was issues around that and any human feelings were coming up, then they would be guided themselves, right? Or they would be worked. That would be part of their contract. Oh mm. my gosh, I have this person that I'm working with that doesn't even want my help and if anything came from that then i guess they would be working through that and that would be their purpose yeah yeah because they're doing their work too you know they're doing their work too it never ends (laughs) well it does eventually (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean my egoic self i i'm sort of at the beginning of that road i think right right Yeah. yeah eventually eventually which is a whole nother I mean, that would be next week's show, maybe. Time. Yeah, because I'm about to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about. I, if I ask a question, that might be another reason why I'm quiet. Is that because we're running to the last minute of the show? I'm like, well, I can't uh, ask that question right now, right? Yeah, but I would so. definitely say that if anybody has any topics or questions that they want us to talk about after hearing this, because if you're not listening, write in or call us at Mind Body Spirit U. And say, hey, I'd like to hear about this, or I had a question on that. And we could tackle it in our next live show. Absolutely. We would love that. And I'll remind everybody, since most most one is on uh, Facebook, that you can find us all there, meaning we're all on the one page, everybody who's involved with Mind, Body, Spirit, You, at, on Facebook. And also, there is a comment section uh, here on Blog Talk Radio. You can put in a comment there if you have a show request or something, and also go ahead and click on that follow button so that you'll get the email reminders of what shows are coming up because they're always different. 
we have different topics every week and even extra shows thrown in. (laughs) So thank you, Aleka, and thank you, everybody, for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. It was fun. It was always um, interesting, and I love talking about these um, concepts. It's, It's a great forum. Absolutely. So have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Aleka.